happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In today's podcast, we continue our study on the impact that the presence of God has on our lives. Today, we are going to discover not only his greatest impact, but also the greatest gift that God's presence brings to us. We look at the monumental change that man experienced because Jesus left the splendor of heaven, dwelt among us, and died for us, shedding his blood to wash away our sins. Join Kim in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as she walks us through the scriptures, revealing the truth that his presence on earth made all the difference and changed everything. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. Let us pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your presence in our life. Lord, we know that you make all the difference in our lives today, currently, And because of your presence in this world, we have hope. And because you came to die on the cross of Calvary and your sinless perfect blood was shed to buy our salvation and to cover our sins, we can live eternally in heaven. Lord, I pray that you would touch the hearts and minds of every person listening to this podcast, believer and unbeliever alike. I pray that you would stir the hearts of those that don't know you as personal Savior and that they would come to understand all there is to know about the glory of God and the realness of your love for them. And I pray, Lord, that you would help them and convict them and give them the understanding that they need to turn from their sinful, wicked ways and they need to trust in you. And Lord, for the believer, I pray that they would get a fresh look at who you are, that they would see you in a different way, and that they would fall in love with you deeply and intensely, and that they would follow you in all your ways and all your commandments. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. You know, I'm often asked, why is it that you love the Lord so much? And the answer is because of how much he loves me and all that he has done for me. And I'm often asked, why would you give your life to the service of the Lord? And I'm always answering, it's my reasonable service and the least I could do for all he's done for me. And I was thinking about that the other day, and I was wondering how cliche maybe that sounded as I was talking to someone about it. And so I backed up a little bit, and I said, well, let's just talk about who Jesus is. Let's move the conversation from why I do something or who I am 
or what it is I'm doing. And let's just simply focus our mind and our attention on who Jesus is. And when you see Jesus for who he is, then you too are going to understand that there is nothing you can do but love him. There is nothing you can do but fully trust him and completely rely upon him because Jesus and Jesus alone saves our souls and gives us meaning and purpose to our lives. There has never been another person who has walked the face of this earth that has had the impact on humanity that Jesus Christ has had. There are a lot of people who are influential, but their abilities and their capabilities and their power is limited. But Jesus Christ, his power and his capabilities are limitless. But more importantly, Jesus Christ has impacted everyone who has ever come into this world. Those in the past, those that are here now, and those that will come in the future. The most influential people that we know that are mortal people only usually impact the people who actually speak about them or the people who ascribe to their policies and their ways or the people that truly love them. But Jesus Christ touches every person's life, whether you acknowledge it or whether you don't whether you believe in who he is or whether you don't. For Jesus Christ is the truth. And in John chapter 14 and verse 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Sin entered into this world from the very beginning. So you because of Adam and Eve's sin and man's sin against God in the garden and man not completely trusting God to very begin with, you come into this world a sinner in need of a Savior. The Bible says in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And you don't seem to always understand the importance of that fact. Because some of you just simply don't believe it. But it doesn't change the truth. But Jesus works day in and day out to let you see that you need him. And that, my friend, is an act of love. Many of us, if people don't acknowledge what we have done for them, or they don't acknowledge the things that we are continually doing that we feel are good and great, we often have this attitude to just stop it. To, well, I've done all I can. These people don't pay attention. They're not thankful or grateful, so I'm just going to quit doing what I was doing. Now, each of us, believer and unbeliever alike, must be completely grateful for the fact that Jesus continually and is always reaching out in love to let you see who he is. Because you need him whether or not you acknowledge that. And the only way to receive him and to receive that payment for the penalty of sin that you were born into this world with is to acknowledge him 
and to place your faith in him and to trust him as your savior. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus loved you so much that before you were even born, he made a way for you to live with him forever in heaven. Even though you come into this world a sinful person, fleshly desires, automatically being more apt to follow the ways of the world and the ways of the devil than to step aside and allow Jesus to hold on to you and to lead you and for you to follow him. But he comes in such love to you and begins to reveal to you who he is in such a way that you see him for who he is, and then you reach out to him and allow him to cover you with his precious sinless blood. Now, all of that is the exact thing that happens when we come to Jesus as Savior. You're never going to come to Jesus and ask him to save you of your sins until you realize that you are a sinner. And many of you within the sound of my voice are saying, well, it's not fair. I came into this world a sinner, and now he's requiring me to do something that I didn't even deserve to have to do. And the reality of it is, is this, and listen closely. You don't deserve the payment for your sin that Jesus took upon himself on the cross of Calvary. He did that because he loved you. And there would be no other way that you would be able to spend eternity in heaven. So he took upon himself your debt and he paid it for you. And you have to come and receive that forgiveness for that debt by receiving him as your savior. It cost you nothing and it cost him his life. Now you think to yourself again, Kim, but this is not how it should be. I'm, I've been falling into this thing without any you know, doing of my own self. And if you think of it that way, perhaps for a moment in time, you could convince yourself that this system is somehow unfair. And the reality of it is, is that this system is very unfair. You get everything and it cost him everything and you nothing. But what I want you to see that salvation and a relationship with Jesus is far more than fire insurance. And what I mean by that is it's more than just escaping hell. You come into this world with a sinful fleshly nature. And the Bible says in John chapter 10 and verse 10, these words, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. The Bible says in Romans 6, chapter, 23, chapter 6, verse 23, that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So if you continue in the path that you are in, unbeliever, and you continue to live, not only will you spend eternity in hell, you will have spent your entire life on this earth without the peace, the joy, the protection, the love, the comfort of Jesus. 
You will be alone in the very depths of your soul. And every person has this longing in their heart to be satisfied, this need for Jesus. And they may not understand what it is at first, but everything they try will not satisfy that longing. The alcohol will not numb the pain. The drugs will not keep you high enough to forget the pain. The riotous living will not keep you satisfied and excited long enough to forget this longing in your heart. This complete chaos of life and all the things that happen, regardless of your financial or intellectual or status in this world, nothing will fix that except for Jesus. And so when you come to yourself and you're saying, well, he's requiring me to come and basically receive this free gift of salvation, why doesn't he just bestow it upon me? And the answer is, because he's a gentleman. And he's not going to force anything on you. And the truth is this. Your life without Jesus is so fruitless and futile and unsatisfying. But Jesus came that you might have an ability to know him and by knowing him to live the abundant life he has promised in John chapter 10. In Luke 2.11, he says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. John 1.14 says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus came to earth, and he took upon himself the entire human existence. He was fully God while he was fully man. And we could see the humanness of him as he walked among them. The scripture reveals how he lived. But you also saw the miracles that he could do. And you watched as his life on earth culminated into the cross the greatest symbol of sacrificial love that has been or ever will be. Jesus came with one purpose, and that was to pay your sin debt so that you could live with him for eternity. So let's talk about who Jesus is. We look in 2 Corinthians 5.21 and we see that he became sin for us who knew no sin, that we may be made the righteousness of God in him. So who is this man, Jesus, that loved us so much that he would come, that we might have life and have it more abundantly while we're here, and that we might be able to spend eternity in heaven, if we just receive his free gift. 
See, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. The only thing that you have in your own salvation is to believe on the only begotten Son of God, to fully trust in him, to fully follow him. And many of us live our lives even believers, with this constant feeling of bondage, with this constant struggle against sin, because we haven't submitted our lives fully to Jesus and allowed him to come into our hearts and allow him to be the Lord of our life and the king of our hearts. We have not submitted fully to him, and I submit to you, that is a dangerous way to live. You cannot Serve God and serve the devil. He will spew you out of your mouth. He calls that a lukewarmness. You've got to make a decision. You've got to declare, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You've got to declare that he is the Lord my God and I'll love him with all my heart and all my soul and all my mind. You have to declare that he is is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and I will follow where he says go. See, many of you have forgotten that sin hath no more dominion over you because you're not living that way, because you haven't allowed God to fully come into your heart and your mind. You haven't opened your life up completely to him. And when you do, you're going to understand What John chapter 8 and verse 36 says, and John chapter 8 and verse 36 says this, if the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. When Jesus sets you free, you are truly free. Without Jesus, you're just only existing in this world. And as an unbeliever or a believer that isn't fully sold out to Christ, You may not realize it, but you're not experiencing the joy and the peace intended for you because you're rejecting the Prince of Peace and the source of all joy. See, you can't live that way. And you don't need to live that way. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Who is this Jesus? that I love with all of my heart? Who is this Jesus that when he stepped out of glory, out of the splendor of heaven, and put his feet on earth, changed it forever? Who is this man who loves you so much that he wants you to have peace, and he wants you to rejoice? Who is this King of kings and Lord of lords that would humble himself? to come and be with you, who will never leave you nor forsake you, who will supply your every need, who will give you the strength to do the things that God would have you do. I want you to read in in my hearing, listen as I read it, Hebrews 7, 25 through 27. Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that came unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. For such a high priest became us who is holy, harmless, 
undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needeth not daily as though a high priest to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sins and then for the people's. For he did it once when he offered up himself. You want to know who Jesus is? He's the one who loves you enough to lay his life down for you. He is the one that knows the way because he is the way. He is the one that asks you to come follow him. And he will lead you into the way everlasting. And he will meet your every need. And he will lead you into a life that is the abundant life. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to be abundantly wealthy in worldly senses or finances, but you'll have your needs met. But you'll be abundantly blessed with peace and joy and blessings that are both physical, spiritual, emotional. You're going to live the life that God has intended for you to live, and you will never be alone from that day forward because he will never leave you nor forsake you. This Jesus that I'm talking about, he can be yours. He can be your savior, your best friend, the person that you love more than anything. He will give to you what he's given to me, eternal life. He's no respecter of persons. He will bless you as you live a life that can be blessed. Jesus changed the course of history, and he changes the course of your life if only you let him. In John chapter 8 and verse 12, he says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. My friend, if you are claiming the name of Jesus, you need to bear witness with the life of Jesus. And his light lives in you. Those who accept Jesus into their lives, they receive his constant presence in his life. As I spoke about just a minute ago in Hebrews 13, 5. And his presence changes darkness into life, death into life, wickedness into holiness, and hatred into love. His presence changes your darkness into light. That sinful nature that you have that was once submitted to the devil is no longer submitted to the devil. And sin and the devil no longer has dominion over you. And you live a life in an open. And you live a life that is the light. And you live a life that is free of the condemnation of sin. And you live a life where you can live in the freedom of the liberty of Jesus Christ. The presence of Jesus in this world brought hope. The presence of Jesus in this world changed everything. We are no longer those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ. We are no longer on a journey bound for hell. But we have been changed We are new creatures in Christ. Old things are passed away and 
all things have become new. And his light lives within us, and he directs us, and he leads us, and he instructs us, and we have his peace, and we have his joy, and we rejoice in the day, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we are glad in it. And that longing that could not find anything that would satisfy is now completely satisfied as we completely and fully trust in the King of Kings. But that only happens when you align your life with Jesus, when you place your faith in Jesus and trust him completely. Sinner and saved alike, believer and unbeliever, need to take heed to the words in Psalm 139, 23 through 24, which says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me into the way everlasting. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, and as you search your heart and your mind and your life, you see that there's a void that isn't filled. And you have never stopped for a moment in your life and acknowledged God for who he is and accepted Jesus, who chose through love for you to shed his blood for the payment of your sins. And there isn't any other payment that would have worked. There was no other way. And so for me and you to live eternally into heaven, Jesus had to shed his blood and give himself completely for us. And he did that knowing who we were, knowing how we would be, because he's fully knowing. Understanding that you would reject and ignore, and even once you come to receive him as Savior, will not always follow correctly. Yet he endured the cross so that you could Spend eternity in heaven. And all he asks is that you believe in him. That you acknowledge him as God. Believe in him as the only way to heaven. Accepting his forgiveness of sins. Because you realize you are a sinner in need of a savior. And then confessing that he is Lord. And daily taking up your cross and following him. And allowing him to lead you into the way everlasting. This is a choice you have to make. And a non-response is a no response. And the only acceptable response is yes. But I implore you to search yourself diligently. He's more than fire insurance. And that peace and joy that you're longing to experience in this world, he has for you. Let's pray. Lord, I don't know who's hearing this, but I know that you said that your word would not go void. I don't know what soul or souls need to come 
to the reality that they need to do business with you and that they need to make their heart right with you. But Lord, I pray that you take these words and you make them clear to those that need to understand. And Lord, I ask that you would give that soul an understanding of how to ask you into their life. They would follow a prayer similar to this and say, Lord, I know that I can't get to heaven on my own. I know that I cannot save myself from my sins. I know that you're the only one who has the payment for my sin debt. And I understand that you were sinless and perfect and you willingly and lovingly laid down your life that I might go free. And Lord, I come to you in full faith believing that you are the one, the true living God. Jesus, that you are the Son of God and that if I will ask that you will Forgive me of my sins and you will cleanse me and you will place within me the spirit of the Holy Spirit who will lead me and guide me and teach me to walk in your ways. And Lord, I am coming to you a sinner in need of a savior and I am asking you to fill me with your goodness and your grace and your mercy and to wash away my sins with your perfect sinless blood and to create in me a new heart one that is no more desirous of the world, one that does not seek after the devil or the ways of the flesh, but walks in your light and in the newness of life. Lord, change me from a sinner to saved by grace as a saint not because of who I am, but because of who you are. And because when I've asked you, you have said you would hear me and save me. And so, Lord, I come to you right now asking you to save me from my sins. Fill me to overflowing with you and use me in your service. Oh, Lord, I pray that if someone has prayed that prayer, they find a place to be discipled and a place to learn more about you. And I pray that they will send a message to us at Woman at the Well Ministries that we would know and we could pray for them and get them some resources into their hands. Lord, I don't know what your plan is for this message, but I know that you have a plan And Lord, I pray that people would get this message to those who need to hear who you are. That you would remove me from it. That you would speak it in ways that each person needs to hear it. That they would come to know you before it's eternally too late. For there's coming a day when if you don't know the Lord, it's too late to be saved. For when you come back the second time, you're receiving those who have committed their lives to you. You came the first time as our Savior. You'll come the second time as our King. Lord, do what only you can do. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl